Welcome to the Marriage Shop Podcast, presented by Catalyst, helping to improve every part of life that matters in every place that matters. In the Marriage Shop, we discuss the work required to build, repair, and maintain a marriage that lasts. I'm Wendy Perry, and I'm joined by my co-host and handsome husband, Dr. Mike Perry. Well, thank you, baby. The pleasure is all mine. We invite you to join us during our live recording of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. For now, let's get to work in The Marriage Shop. What's going on, everybody? Hey, everybody. We are back again. We're Mike and Wendy. This is The Marriage Shop. You have landed in the right place. Because tonight Mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about something I think that's really important. I mean... This is the marriage shop, right? The marriage shop is, is about doing marriage in in the way that that God defines it, in the way that he instructs, instructs it ultimately. But there's a lot of pieces that go into that, right? A lot of people will talk about marriage as if it's simple. Like, hey, all you got to do, you know, man and woman become one. They walk down the aisle. Well, you know, walk down the aisle and then become one, right? And they live happily ever after. And it's great. It's awesome, right? Marriage, right? And so... Most of you know that that's not necessarily the way that it goes always, right? Marriage can be amazing, but there's a way, right, that it can be amazing. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes for, uh, well, for most of us, there's a journey to get into that amazing thing, right? Where we're, we're feeling the love that we think we should feel. We're, we are offering what we need to offer into that. That can become a challenge, right? Um, until you understand some things very basically. But I believe that the um the marriage like how it goes the tone of it and everything is really about how the husband shows up yeah can be right yeah like in in most cases that's it's about how you show up now a lot of you will say yeah i don't agree with that (laughs) right and i get it right but because you know i do what i'm supposed to do and i still can't get this woman to act right Mm. (laughs) and i know what it's like to not be able to get that woman to act right (laughs) <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. But but you you said something that was I think that was key, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that it's necessary to say if you're joining us for the first time, while we don't always try to explain this, we do want you to know that what we are examining is God's plan for marriage, mm-hmm. right? What the Word says about marriage and really kind of exploring it from that perspective. Yeah. Is and and so as we enter into the conversation that, that we're having. It really is about how do you then unpack this thing, right? So if if you are not um, not yet or have not given your life to Christ, or you're you're not self proclaimed Christians, or you're still exploring the Word or figuring it out, um, then this is one way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start to talk about the husband's role, it is deeply rooted in what the Word says, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to kind of add that in there real quick because I think it's a critical piece. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. And so what's the husband's number one job? I want to know what you think because I got we got to kind of kind of set this up understanding some of the perspectives out there. Um whatever you believe that thing is, mm-hmm. this this will will probably has been will be one of the more challenging jobs you will ever have yeah. in your life. Yeah, that's good. Period. That's good. Oftentimes when you ask that question, like what's the husband's number one job, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times one of the first things you hear, you know, I see support lift her up. Yeah. I hear, you know, you'll hear um, um, to protect her, right? Mm-hmm. To be to be her protector. Yeah. Um, um, you'll hear to provide for her, right? Mm-hmm. Be, a, be a provider. A lot of husbands, like that's the number one job. Yeah. Um, but... Most of you, I think, well, you know, before I say that, that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to actually reference this tightly tonight, mm-hmm. but this book right here has been out for a long time. This is um, Tony Evans for Married Men Only. Mm-hmm. I brought, y'all should pick this book up. He actually has one for Married Women Only too. Yeah. And I wish I could tell you that, that one was really good, but I, I started, pick, I picked it up and I tried to read it because I read through mine. I'm like, oh yeah, this is good stuff. So mm-hmm. I needed to read through Wendy's to figure out like, okay, well, what she need to do? <laughs> so I started trying to read it. I couldn't, I couldn't, 
for some reason, I just couldn't I make my brain shut down. Yeah, because it was not for you. Mm-hmm. And so for Married Women Only is also a really good read. And so those of you that follow Tony Evans or his podcast know that he often brings a good word and lots of wisdom. Yeah. But it's it's a short little book, a quick read right. that I think if you're just just starting out or trying to figure this out, it's a great place to start. Yeah. So yeah. So pick that up. To love her, I think that that is the number one answer because everything else that you said is really an outgrowth of that love for your wife. Mm. And so I I believe, and I think the word supports Mm -hmm. that you could say that the number one job of a husband is to love her. Yeah. Right. And so that's easy. We're done. Y'all see you next week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But But, yeah, but there's more to it than that. Right. Because it's not just to love her. It is to love her dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And I think I, I saw I did put in there as Christ loves the church. Mm. So when I say to love her as Christ loved the church, then like a lot of church folk will say, well, I mean, I asked what that means. Mm-hmm. What are they going to say? Am I church folks? You church folks for this for purpose <laughs> oh, of this question. Oh. You church folk. Yeah. What are they going to say? Oh, that he. Um... What does it mean to love her like Christ loved the church? Right, that he gave himself up for her, that he but, gave his life for her, he died for her. But is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People, is that but, what church folks? Church, I mean, people say, yeah, you got to be ready <laughs> to die. You got to be ready to die. Right? Oh, okay. You're gonna, you'll die for her, right? And it's like, yeah, yes, but how? Mm. And, <laughs> and when I say how, I don't mean like, you know, like you- by what method, by what means. I mean, what is really, what's being put to death? Because the death on the cross thing has happened. Yeah. Like Jesus did it. That's not the expectation of us, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of different, right? I think I saw Robert put it sacrificially. It's different, yeah, yeah. And so, well, well, let me ask you. And and this is just as as a wife, as my wife, because I mean, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, when if when you hear that, how does it strike you? When 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 the the Bible <laughs> says your husband's supposed to love you like Christ loved the church, right? So. Am I still church folks? No, nah, you you Wendy now. Oh, okay. Even what though that can that be mean? that can be kind of dangerous for you to be Wendy. Well, let's let's just give it a shot and see what happens. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean you know when I when I hear that it first prompts me to to pull out the word right and to mm-hmm. read for myself mm-hmm. because there's there's some learning that has to take place there. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not familiar with what Ephesians says, and mm-hmm. I think this is in Ephesians five, mm-hmm. um, then then I'm subject to somebody else's interpretation. Mm-hmm. So I have to pull out the word, flip to Ephesians 5 to see what it says, yep. and then kind of go from there. So Ephesians 5, I'd like to go back to 521, but Ephesians 525 is where it really kind of gets into the husband's role. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does that mean, right? Um, to you, like, I, to I want me, you to, I just want you, just like you. Um, it, you know, it, it makes me feel like, um, that I'm special, mm, right? It makes okay. me feel like, like I, I have to be really special or important, um, to be worthy of you giving up or sacrificing for me. That's mm. what, that's what I take from that. Mm. Okay. Hmm. You say why? Yeah. Well, because I mean, I think that's, that's a big instruction, Right for you, for me, for yeah, for the husband, right? Yeah. Like, right, yeah. as Christ of the church, mm-hmm. because I mean, he did die for the church, right? But there, there's so much more, right? Because, and, and I would think that if that were written about wives, and then, then you should kind of feel like you know, wow, special, yeah, like there should be something special happening as a result of this thing, yeah, right, yeah. And so, it, for that reason too, it should be easy. It's like, listen, this is this is like mm-hmm. the, this is like a slow pitch, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, because we're not being asked to die in mm-hmm. that way, and mm-hmm. we know it, mm-hmm. right? So there are a lot of things that we bring to the table as yeah. husbands. We bring baggage, mm-hmm. and y'all, y'all, I think some of y'all support me on that. We yeah. bring baggage to the table. We bring baggage from the old relationships. Mm-hmm. We bring baggage from what we learned. Kind of growing up, yeah. Um, we, you know, things that, you know, we, we, what I, what I hear, you hear a lot. You, for some reason, <laughs> as men, we announce it a lot. We announce that, you know, that we grown, we grown men. <laughs> Why do we do that? Yeah. Right? It's, I don't know. There, there's, there, there's a, there's like a almost, a, there's a need sometimes to, to prove it. 
right? To prove it to the world, to prove it to your wife, to prove it to these kids, these people at work. You, mm-hmm. There's so much proving going on. Yeah. And so when you're in that space and, you, and you're trying to prove it, and you're trying to live up to it, and you're trying to do all the things that are necessary, then sometimes that noise gets in the way of the real job as it pertains to your wife. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you say that because it's it's almost, you know, I know a lot of people who have relationships where who we are at home with us is different than who we are with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but but in some marriages that need to let prove something or let people know or whatever actually happens within the marriage itself. Yeah. It's like you can tell the world you know, all those things that you're grown, that you're this, that you're big, you're bad, you all that. Um, but you don't necessarily have to tell me. I already know because I'm here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if that's for you, take <laughs> take that one. She already knows because you're there. She knows who you are. She fell in love with you. She chose you. And, and God saw fit to bring you two together. So there's mm-hmm. nothing to prove there. Yeah. Just saying. Right. Because... because once you're able to get beyond this thing that that you're proving and sometimes i mean i don't know you you don't even necessarily feel it like it's like that's what it is mm-hmm. but when there's opposition what feels like opposition at yeah, home yeah. then it feels similar to the opposition out there on the street mm-hmm. but it's not right there there's there can be disagreement there can be um, there can be arguments, right? Mm-hmm. There can be things that you that you just don't, you're not in the same place on. That's a different kind of um, of a disagreement, right? It's not it's not opposition in the same way that you might experience out there. And I think sometimes yeah. we use the same weapons, yes, at home that we do on the streets. Yeah, because right? a disagreement is not challenging your manhood. It's not calling you out, and it's also not trying to, you know. Um, really kind of challenge mm-hmm. you in a way that you're not equipped for, right? Yeah. It, it is what it is. And, and we've talked about how to fight, how to fight fair and mm-hmm. how to handle conflict. Um, but I think sometimes it's necessary to remind us because yeah. as we get going in our everyday lives, in, in our work relationships, our relationships outside of the home, mm-hmm. each of us is being challenged in some way. And inevitably we bring all that home. Just saying. No, no question. Yeah, and so yeah. and here and, and, I, and I'll take this little aside to say mm-hmm. we will actually um, have people sometimes print the fruits of the spirit out yes. as kind of a because sometimes, look, y'all human, you need a reminder. <laughs> right. And so we'll say, hey, put it in the bathroom on the mirror, put it on the refrigerator. Yeah. Just the, just list them. Boom, mm-hmm, boom, boom. You mm-hmm. don't have to put the reference or anything. Just list them yeah. because it gives you there's something if you if you actually look at it. Then you will remember this last conversation that you had and you will immediately compare what you said and how you said it to those standards. Mm. Right. And so. How am I doing today? Right. It's a way. It's a way. So, um, hey, that's for free. But (laughs) but those are they're an excellent way to kind of gauge what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So, but, but let's talk about this job a little more, right? Yeah, because yeah. some people talk about the whole provider thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and because I'm a provider, that shows I love you, mm. Mm. right? Uh, but what I need to say, I'm here and I'm, you know, I'm paying, getting these bills paid and I'm, you know, keeping that food and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Right. So, well, you got something for that? Um, no, I was just going to say, you know, we've also talked about five love languages, right? Yeah. And so that if you are the person who prides yourself on being the provider. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what has been established as your role mm-hmm. within your relationship. Um, then wouldn't it be awesome if you were paired up with someone whose um, love language was to to receive gifts? <laughs> Just Eureka. saying. I so. mean, you know, but it doesn't always happen that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that my point in this is, it's a necessary conversation. Mm-hmm. Even the exploration of what your roles are or what your what you perceive your role is, is a conversation to have. So you're talking specifically about what is the husband's job? Yeah. Um, I like that someone dropped in there, you know, dying to self. And, and, and while we're talking about um, husbands tonight, 
we're going to really kind of unpack Ephesians a little bit because there's something in here for wives as well. So yeah, yeah go ahead. But, but, but we don't, don't worry. The wives are going to get, y'all are going to get a nice, good, robust, like, you know, mm-hmm. good 45 minutes mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because I, I want to make sure that, um, that we leave, leave husbands here tonight with something that you can actually take and use, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so, um, and so, th- this is not, um, you know, the Bible is very interesting, right? You know, yeah. it talks, you know, the word talks about being like a two-edged sword or whatever. And so, there's a lot of things in there. I want you to like take in the things that you hear for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what am I good. supposed to do? Because as as the husband, you got to be in that place. What is my job right now? Because what I feel like is not always what I necessarily do. Mm. Right. Mm. When it what when things are going kind of to the left, you know, every every now. So when now, you know, we believe it or not, we'll we will uh, disagree on occasion. We disagree often. Time to time. Right. <laughs> and so often. <laughs> and sometimes that disagreement, you know, mm-hmm. we, we it's quick. Sometimes it doesn't go very well. And I will say oftentimes, well, hey, it's because you said what you said in whatever way you said. Yeah. I didn't appreciate what you said, how you said it, whatever. Therefore, the conversation went to the left, and here's where it shall remain for a little bit until I feel like I need I can come back, right? Mm-hmm. And so, generally speaking, Wendy is telling me, mm-hmm. "No, nah, you did that thing that I told you that you do. You took it to the left." Mm-hmm. And so now, instead of whatever we started with, oftentimes we walk ourselves over to how it all happened, and yeah. that becomes a new thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was going to say, we talked about that um, when we were talking about keeping the main thing, the main thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you didn't see that, catch that video, go back through some of the videos on the page and watch that one. That was a good one. Yeah. 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 And so, so I'm here to tell you fellas that ultimately when you find yourself caught in that loop, Mm -hmm. it actually doesn't matter Mm. how it started, why it started. Yeah. That's good. It doesn't. There, there are times when you I, listen. You don't have to raise your hand. There's been times though that you probably you probably sat around for a week, mm. more just silent treatment, doing the minimum communication. Good morning. I love you because if I don't say I love you before you get off the phone, then maybe like and all that stuff, right? So I got to say I love you, bye, right? So, but it's just you do the bare minimum because you're still you know we, in our feelings about how that how that conversation went. In our feelings about that thing that we think is wrong, right? And so, how do you get out of the loop? One way you get out of the loop, and this personal experience, is sacrifice. Sacrificing the point you were trying to make, right? Giving up the idea that she's gonna come to you and say, "I'm sorry for for that," right? And then, and this part. Some of y'all might go ahead and just just end it right now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Click, <laughs> go and watch TV. Apologizing to her for allowing it to drag on that far. Apologizing to her for whatever for whatever the thing is that you did to help keep this going. Oh, that's good. That right there is supremely difficult. There, and, and, and there have been times when I'm like, okay, I need to do that. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. And so you go to bed that first night and the word says, don't go to bed angry, right? Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, or don't let the, you know, don't let the sun set on you. Yeah. yeah. The sun is set on a lot of evenings where I've decided I'm not, I won't, I'm not going to do that because I want my point to get across. Yeah. When I, okay. And, and talk about what that's like from, from, I'm just be real about from your side of it when it's that. Mm-hmm. What does that feel like? When you when you decide that you're just gonna hold hold your ground, is that basically what you were asking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's painful, right? Because and it's hard because I it's not that I'm also kind of digging in and I'm like I'm not saying anything to you either it's not a, a tip for tat I'm not trying to get back at you um, but it's hard because I'm frustrated and it's like hey we've been here before we we know what this is you've said what should happen but it's not happening mm-hmm. and so how do we keep finding mm-hmm. ourselves back at this place it's extremely frustrating and so you know, a lot of people have said, well, 
if we keep repeating the same things or if there are things that trigger us and we find ourselves in the same place, how do we, how do we break that cycle? And that's what mm-hmm. you were talking about. Mm-hmm. How do you break the cycle? And well, I, what, I don't want to talk about breaking the cycle yet. Yeah. But what I can appreciate mm-hmm. is what you're saying is that, well, you said it already that the man, you said, how do you break the loop? Yeah. But that's not the question right now. The question oh. for you, Wendy. Frustrated. Thank it is, you. It's extremely frustrating. I think I asked that question like 10 yeah, minutes ago. And I said it, right? <laughs> I mean, extremely frustrating because, yeah. because you have informed my expectations. Hmm. What? Say, say more. What do you mean? Well, you know, if if we were newly married and we were still learning each other mm-hmm. and still trying to figure this thing out, yeah. then we're kind of navigating that together. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know how this fight is going to end up versus another fight or mm-hmm. a disagreement or whatever. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. But after 23 years, mm-hmm. I kind of know what it is and how it goes. And mm-hmm. so the fact that we can't just get over it or get past it. Um, and I have to deal with you in your feelings. It's extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. good. That's the answer. All right. And so, and so and th- those moments then when, um, when that, when that moment comes, right. Yeah. That, because, because over the years, um, I think that getting past that has, it's taken on a number of, a, a lot of, you know, different forms, but there's mm-hmm. there almost always, a conversation around it almost always sometimes it just kind of goes away yeah. but generally speaking somebody has to step forward into that yeah and in right? at, at a point or a time you know i would sometimes be that person yeah but but i have noticed that you <laughs> what you did you kind of you 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 throw out a feeler question what's a feeler question <laughs> You say, and and this is the look on your face when you say it. I can't, I can't say, wait for this. I mean, let me. You go. You say, did something happen that I don't know about? <laughs> no, that is not. <laughs> if that's gonna be, wait. You say, I mean, did something happen? <laughs> I mean, is everything good with you, or did, did something happen? And I don't know what it is. I mean, That's it's hilarious. just like that. You know I don't what? know about. Did something happen? You know what? Stop it. <laughs> anyway, that... That's what it is. And it's like mm. a you kind of glance at me real mm. quick. It's not eye contact. No, you listen. just look at me real quick, and then you see this. This is anyway. But yeah, so no, but it it is more of a. I know something happened, so it's more right, of it's more it's a of a question. Yeah, but the feeling is okay. Are you feeling some kind of way about what happened? <laughs> and sometimes it's interesting because what I think is the thing is not the thing. It's like the yeah. th- the real thing was like way before that, and so yeah. But but once we, once we are able to kind of navigate into that, and if there's if if I'm if I, if I apologize. Mm-hmm. At the times when I've just said taking that on, mm-hmm. how does it change that frustration? And because the frustrate you say frustration in a word, but there's yeah. like a lot there, yeah. right? Yeah. What happens when I just say, "Okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry," <laughs> and you know, and 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 own some things. Then what? What happens when there's ownership? Um, this is a legit question, y'all. This is not know, a setup. I'm just, I'm, I, I, I don't know what she's gonna ask, what she's gonna say this, what, this, this, this question. I mean, because it doesn't happen often. I listen, what are you saying? That, <laughs> it happens like, for, I feel like it happens a lot. It's that, like, it man, here I am again. It, no, it doesn't happen often. I mean, you always, you always express some ownership mm-hmm. eventually, but, but not always. And you don't always lead with, I'm sorry. Listen, I know this. I'm asking you what happens when it does. <laughs> okay. Good gracious. So, so listen. So we, when, we don't we don't when, we you, got, do, we don't when you do when you when you say I'm sorry, um, and you own it, it immediately diffuses the situation. It immediately puts me in a place of okay, so now I can talk to you. Mm-hmm. Now I can look at you. Mm-hmm. Now we can have a conversation because. Until that happens, and and to be honest, when you do it, when you step out and you lead, mm-hmm. and I think somebody said, you know, the the man has to take the lead. When you lead in that way, then it it really kind of causes me to kind of pause and own my own stuff. Mm. For yeah. real, yeah, yeah, 
I've that's that what happen. happens. Yeah. I've seen that happen. Yeah. And I'll say, you know what? I'm sorry too for A, B, C, and D. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. Oh, I don't know. You rarely get to the D, but you the A, B, and C for sure. No, but yeah. no, that but the, I think that, you know, in some way, and, and so so knowing the answers intellectually doesn't always lead to the action. No, right? it doesn't. And so, because what Wendy just said, I know, right? And so, and sometimes, you know, maybe it, it'll be immediate. Sometimes it'll take a while, mm-hmm. but I can tell you this, and and I and I said this. Um, Greg Hort is on a on a I'm on a call with Greg and about a hundred other brothers <laughs> every morning, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, brothers Bible brief, but it is without question that every time we've had a major kind of breakthrough when we've been stuck, mm-hmm. it's been on the heels of me owning some things. Yeah. Every time. Right. That's and- true. <laughs> it's true. That is so true. I know. Huh. Yeah, it's, you, she's like, like, that's a revelation. But so what's the point? The point is that as a husband, and, and and honestly, y'all, sometimes I'm right. <laughs> sometimes I'm right. Sometimes but, you are. But my thing is, like, do you want to be right? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to be married? Do you want to love this woman? Because sometimes you got to get out of your way. Um, and being right is, is, is really beside the point, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we kind of let it drag on, then, then, then in effect, we, we wrong. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. I, you bring up a good point because... And, and this is what I think. This is mm-hmm. according to Wendy Perry. Uh-oh. I don't think I don't think either of us is ever all right. Oh yeah, that's that that is absolutely that that is a great point. Except every now and then, I mean, I kinda, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm kind of right a lot. You know, what I mean, it's... <laughs> neither of us is ever all right in in mm-hmm. any situation. Yeah. Although we we can get real righteous, yes. but we get real yeah. righteous, y'all. I mean, yeah. like righteous. Yeah. But but like a lot of a lot of you do, right? Mm-hmm. Because because we take that that disagreement and then we wanna we want to be all we we not only do we want to be right, mm-hmm. we want our spouse to acknowledge our rightness. That's true. That's true. And for that, we will drag that thing out for a long time. Yeah, and we do. I mean, no, I mean have... we. I mean we collectively, but oh. we we certainly have <laughs> for sure, right? <laughs> But longer than it needs to longer than it needs to. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, now fairly some some people would still kind of push back on that and Mm -hmm. say, yeah, whatever. I do that. And it and nothing happens. Uh, Right. Look, it takes time. It can take time. Yeah. But but it is it's a matter of the commitment. It's hard. Right. But and and we, we talked about this recently, but I don't think it's ever a bad time to talk about. The example is to love your wife as Christ loved the church, right? Who willing he willingly gave himself up for the church. Let's think about this. Answer this question. Mm-hmm. You can put it in the chat. You can just kind of talk about it amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. Suppose Jesus had not actually died on the cross. Suppose he said, "You know what? Enough of this bull. I'm coming down from this cross, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna smite. <laughs> is it smite? Yes. <laughs> I'm striking down everybody who anything will put me up here." Mm. Suppose that that had been what he did. Mm. Now, I think people would have still followed him, obviously, right? People would still follow him. But when he says, you know, follow me, do use my example, live as I have lived, do as mm-hmm. I have done, what does that mean for your marriage? Mm. Think about that. Because his role, his method was complete and total sacrifice even unto death. That was the job. Yeah. And what's up? Go ahead. No, and, and so that's what he did. But let's let's instead and that's it, instead of the sacrifice, excuse me, the sacrifice route, suppose he went the power route. That's mm. what I'm suggesting. Because a lot of us I think we we use the power route. Suppose that was an example. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> be like, how's that working for you? Um, I, oh, stop my it, bad. Stop so, it. Are you? Stop anyway, go ahead. It's all good. Um, here, here's the rest of that, or at least I've heard you discuss this, right? In, mm-hmm. in terms of um, giving himself up and the sacrifice and death, right? 
And it was despite what they were doing. I mean, yeah. I think that's that to me, that's the that's the rest of it that we don't spend enough time in, right? Mm-hmm. So even when I'm not being mm-hmm. nice, even when I'm not being forgiving, even when I'm not owning my own stuff, even when I am giving you the silent treatment, even when I'm making it cold in the bed at night, you are still yeah. called. Yeah. To No, that's good. And so, look, this is where, you know, um, I think it was just saying it's getting deep. This is where it gets deep, mm. because a lot of a lot of times and listen, y'all stick with me because a lot of you, you're going to have some issue with hearing this. Mm-hmm. I have issue with saying it, but the truth is what the truth is. Mm. Jesus died on the cross for the church. Right now, he as he's dying, right, he gets he's getting spit on. Right. He's getting abused. He's getting nailed to a cross. People are saying all kinds of things to him, even up to the point where he's dying. Mm-hmm. Right. He understood this about people. Yeah. And knew that going forward, same people that he was dying for were going to continue to disobey the things that he instructed. We're going to continue to do things that were not pleasing to him, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. We're going to continue to sin, basically. Right. Diet for him anyway. Mm. Die for him anyway. Yeah. And so a lot of us try to make try to make it this 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 negotiation, this compromise, right? As long as she does this, then I'm gonna do that. That's not the job. Yeah. Tough pill to swallow. That's the pill, though. It's not the job to wait for her to get right before we get right. Mm. Before we love her, right? Because because the love that we get from Jesus, it's it's freely offered. It's just there if we want to receive it, right? We don't get to withhold that. Mm. I mean, that's just what it is, y'all, right? We don't get to withhold it. And I know, and you can have all you can give me all kind of examples. And I can give you a few where I'm just like, please. I, I man, look, I am I don't have to say, right? That's not the job, right? Is to love her because there is there are things that happen as a result of that freely offered love right and the reason i asked the question if jesus had used power to come off the cross instead of the sacrifice that he made mm. if that's the example well then a, all, the, a lot of this just kind of blows up right it just it doesn't make sense right a lot of y'all say it doesn't make sense for me to like sacrifice it doesn't make sense for me to have to say i'm sorry when i ain't do nothing Mm. Right? Yes, yeah, a mystery, right? Why why does it work? <laughs> right? But, but that's that's what was done for us. And so we will often try to withhold things that were done for us. And but for, for our wives, that's the job. Like mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, again, 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 and again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because because there's something about our sacrifice and loving her in the way she needs to be loved, that her that even her life and salvation are tied up in yeah right yeah so it's it, it is part it is part of how we present this woman right to god who is free of all of the baggage and the resentment and the hurt and the pain or whatever that would come from our disobedience right from us un- being not being able to sacrifice in that way for her right and so it, it Practically speaking, it makes sense because if I can't say I'm sorry, if I can't own my stuff, if I can't kind of take on her stuff sometimes, if somebody doesn't take, somebody's going to carry it. Somebody's going to have to do something with it. So what's it going to be? Are you going to like, you know what, you, whatever's wrong with you, figure it out. Call me when you do. And if you said those words, don't feel guilty, but acknowledge to yourself that you said those words. Mm. The question is, how do you? somehow give her something different and and i'm we're not gonna take you through a whole like half day like study on it yeah but if you're able to do that then there are some things that that are going to happen in her heart that allow her to then be that person right that wife that you dream of right allow her to be the wife that she dreams of in fact yeah yeah and i like that um jessica said that it's really hard to do in our own strength 
um, that's when we have to rely on the spirit of God, which we don't always do. Um, because it is more, you said, you know, even no amount of intelligence, intellect, um, logic, cognition, just because you know doesn't mean that you do, right? Mm -hmm. And so we often say if you know better than you do better, but knowing um, and doing, there's a there's a chasm, there's space between that. Mm -hmm. And how do we then um, bring ourselves to a place of being able to do um, do as much and and do things in alignment with what we know? Um, and so it's not just this, right? You don't mm -hmm. just snap your fingers and now all of a sudden tomorrow when you have an argument you know, as the man, you're going to be like, yeah, because we watched the marriage shop and Mike said, do this. Yeah, no, we know it doesn't happen like that, right? We yeah. encourage you to study the word for yourself and to, to, to get mm -hmm. meaning from it for yourself. And mm -hmm. then when, when it comes to the application, understanding mm -hmm. and owning that it is difficult to do under your own strength. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to point that out. Yeah. And, and there's a couple of, in terms of how to, how to, to do that in mm -hmm. the, in a moment, right? Yeah. Right? Like Greg Hoyt put earlier in the, in the chat, mm -hmm. um, Galatians uh, 5, 22, 23, yeah. right? Um, love, peace, kindness, self-control, right? Things like that. Those give us some instruction on how to do it, mm -hmm. what it should look like when we're when when you're engaging. Um, sometimes it's still hard, right? And so I think accountability in your life is important. And I have a and I've told you y'all before, <clears throat> those of you who have seen us in the past, I have a, a few strong brothers, very few, who I can like connect with. And they can kind of help me like get my head right a little bit when I'm stuck somewhere and ask me some very key questions about how I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, you know, and sometimes it can be very simple stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Like, do you love her or not? <laughs> right? If the answer is yes, why are we still talking? Mm. Right? What's your job? You need somebody sometimes to ask you that. Yeah. What's ask your job? You, oh, what's your job? Yeah. Oh. Right. And to remind you sometimes of how you how you get there. Mm -hmm. OK. And so I'm going to give you all a few a couple of things here. <clears throat> mm -hmm. These are not in, in any particular order, um, but and, and I could give you a list of 30 things. But these are just a few yeah. to think about yeah. in terms of how you do your job as a husband. OK. Mm -hmm. So the number one thing is to treat this woman like the first and the last. That's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's something so. that I have said, um, said in early arguments and have said over the years that, that I want, I want your best. I don't want what's left. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and when you, if you assume a posture or you, um, you act like, I, and you treat me like, um, the first and the last, that changes everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. That changes everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. And so and let me elaborate on just a little bit, because what, mm -hmm. what I mean by that, the first, like drop all that old baggage. A lot of times the things that we arguing about at home or the things that get us, you know, a little riled up or mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's based on something that happened in the past. And we and we've decided that that thing is not going to happen again. Right. So make sure that you treat this woman like she's a first Right. Like everything is new and you're creating something new with her. Hmm. Right. And treat her like the last in terms of dropping the new baggage. So you first got to drop the old baggage from that thing back in the day. Yeah. But then you got to drop the new baggage. That means forgiving quickly. Mm -hmm. That means forgiving when it's hard. That means letting go when it's hard, showing her love when it's hard. Right. So you got to let go. Yeah. And, and, and so, and that's the thing, like let it go like quickly right now, like this moment. Mm -hmm. As a mm -hmm. matter of fact, given the number of people that, that, are, that are popping on and off, I'm going to assume that some of y'all are stuck right now. So mm -hmm. I'm going to challenge you, man, to let it go right now. Let her know you love her and let her know that, um, you know, hey, yeah, I apologize. I'm sorry for letting this get this far. And I'm just here to love you like Christ love church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so so I don't want to interrupt you. Mm -hmm. I think that the feed may have been interrupted. Mm -hmm. We can just keep talking and, and just post the whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And so um, other thing I want y'all to do is um, create security for her. Mm -hmm. Right. And you got to find your own. 
And so the security for you is in the word. Like if you do these things, then these other things are going to happen, right? Yeah. You, at this part of, of her journey, she's got to know that you're going to be there no matter what. That's good. Right. Yeah. So create security for her. Mm-hmm. Don't abandon her in times of when it gets difficult. And so sometimes we get angry and we can just mm-hmm. step to the, we can just kind of disappear. Yeah. That's kind of abandoning. Mm. And so stay, be with her right through it all. And so, and be willing to, like I said, forgive and love and let go and all that stuff and let her know like, yeah, that was hard. This is hard, but I'm not going anywhere. Right. Create security for her, because when she has security and she knows you're going to be around, she does not have to fight that. She doesn't have to worry. And that way she can fully be who she is. Yeah. yeah? And that that makes a huge difference. I mean, just like you were saying in the, the first part. Right. Treat mm-hmm. this woman um, like she's the first and the last. I mean, providing security. Often we threaten each other. Right. And, and we encourage you not to. Um, to launch threats. Like if you don't do this, then this, right. Mm -hmm. Living kind of on a walking on a tightrope. It is, you know, I don't know what's going to happen if he gets angry again, or if, if this doesn't work out and is my marriage at risk and, and just kind of always walking on eggshells and not feeling secure that can make all the difference, right. When, When you know, um, and you are confident that there is nothing that is going to be able to breach your marriage. There is nothing that's going to be able to come between the two of you. And that at the end of the day, no matter how bad the argument gets, um, that there is some security, right? That mm-hmm. if nothing else stands, that our marriage stands makes a difference. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I say, remember I say, even when it's hard, yeah. right? If, if you look in, um, in uh, Matthew, um, I think it's uh, like uh, chapter 26 around like verse 37 begins to talk about what Jesus did before he went to the garden. Right. And about three times Jesus checks in with God to say, hey, if you would if you you would take this cup from me. Mm-hmm. Right. That'd be cool if you if you would do that. Right. Yeah. But if you don't not my will yours. Right. Mm. He did that about three times. Yeah. He was not feeling like amazing. Right. He was struggling with what he had to do. And so sometimes you're going to struggle with what you got to do. Right. But that's the job. Yeah. And if you do that. And so here's the reward. Right. Now, now you may be waiting for respect or for like, you know, better sex life or for a better communication, you know, life or whatever you're yeah. waiting for. Yeah. But the sacrifice often has to come before the reward. In, in the case oh, of wait, Jesus, slow down and say that again. The sacrifice has to come before the reward. That's that's kind of like a universal principle. Mm-hmm. If you if you're trying to get all swole like Coach Hoy, fine, right? Like Thomas Stokes lifting up people and carrying them down staircases <laughs> and all the stuff they do. Yeah, sacrifice comes before the reward. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's that's good because you know I I think um and, and I th- I know you're gonna get to this but that's that is the same chapter where nobody else was doing what they were supposed to do, mm. right? Well, er, yeah, his the, the 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 two he brought with him were sleeping on the job, right? They were supposed to be watching. They were sleeping. That's a whole other story. We'll get to that, <laughs> right? But the reward. So in the case of Jesus in Philippians, in Philippians um, um, two five, this is one of my favorite scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. Because it says, um, "In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. who, having in the very um, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Um, rather, so he didn't use his position, right, to as an advantage." To lord over people right rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found um in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross so he he had his position was here and he stepped here mm. in this skin right mm. but here's the kicker therefore and this is the part it's crazy God um, um, exalted him. I should wear my glasses. Mike. God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Mm-hmm. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow 
in heaven and every and on the earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. Now, what does that mean for, for you fellas and your sacrifice? What it, what it means is before you can be elevated to that place, like truly elevated to the place that, uh, to, to your position as the, the leader and the spiritual leader in your home, the sacrifice got to come first. Yeah. So if you're struggling, you got to pray with your wife, pray for your wife, right? Take your right to be right and put it to the side mm. and step into the place of taking on everything about that situation with her. It has potential to change everything. Yeah, I mean, that's good. And that that's deep. And and I, I will even add, which nothing needs to be added to that, but I will, will add that we're talking about the husband and the wife, right? But, but this also extends beyond your wife to your children, mm-hmm. right? And so some of you are frustrated even with your children, you know, and, and it's the same thing. And so when, when you are able to first establish that with your wife, if that, even if that is the primary focus, right? Mm-hmm. For those of you that have children and everything that you're saying, when you do that and you lead in that way, then she follows, then they follow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, because often what happens, and we've seen this, and you you know people like this, where it seems like if the wife is disrespectful of her husband, then the children can sometimes in some ways be disrespectful of the husband and father too. Mm. And as this goes... If it's in order and the man rightfully mm-hmm. um, assumes the role he he is ordained to assume, if you mm-hmm. are playing your role in your position, yeah, then everything else will get in line. So, how much credit do I get for trying? <laughs> you get all the credit for trying. You you know the my ad, my admiration and my respect for you um, making the effort. Right. I mean, we are called to be Christ like we are not called to be Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, you can say, well, you know, what if I fall short? We all fall short. (laughs) We all fall short. Um, And so, yeah, I I respect you and I love you for making it a priority because because you've identified it as something that's important to you. Um, That makes the difference. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. So so. Thank you for that question. That mm-hmm. is, look, it's just the next disagreement is coming. Mm-hmm. The next issue is coming. You just got to try. I mean, sometimes try what it's trying to look like for me. Sometimes it's like, you know, you, you know I'm all like mm, I'm in my feelings and I lie down in the bed and I'll take my 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 toe, my foot, and I'll slide <laughs> it just over the halfway point in the bed. And I'll think, lean my toe over <laughs> just <Yeah>. like <laughs> and that toe toucher means, hey, girl. You know, I got to add to, but I still love you. I'm trying right now. Yeah. And sometimes I would like move my leg right on out of the way. She would like get up in the field position. So then I'm like, oh no. So I just like keep on scooting sometimes. So we both hanging on the edge of my side of the bed. You got to do whatever it is that you can do. Um, be careful of setting a bar that's too high. And, you know, a couple of you dropped that in the comments. You know, it it is, you know, Again, don't beat yourself up if it's not something that you're able to do today, right? I encourage you to have the conversation, talk about these things, um, share with each other, because our belief is that your intent is not to destroy each other, right? We we got married because we believed that marriage could be really good for us. We, we believe that our love would be able to carry us through anything um, as we've lived a lot of things have come against us. And sometimes we fail horribly. I mean, sometimes it's just really bad. We Mm -hmm. have had some really bad times as well, um, which really kind of brings us here tonight with you, right? We're not sparing you the experiences you will have. We're just here to kind of give you, share some of our experience, (laughs) prompt you to have a conversation maybe that you haven't had and to encourage you and support you as you navigate to a better marriage, a better relationship between the two of you. Yeah. Bad bad experiences don't have to define your entire relationship, Mm -hmm. right? They are part of the journey, but they don't have to be 
your destination mm-hmm. and, and really your desire to have something different is, is a start to doing that. But doing it by yourself is virtually impossible. Yeah. Right. That's, that's where spending time praying alone and together comes into play. That's where understanding what um, God had to say about marriage comes into play. Because as you begin to study those things and you repeatedly read those things and you take those in and you talk about them, then all of a sudden they become active. Now, all of a sudden, taking that on, saying you're, you're sorry, apologizing, loving, it's not now a struggle, it's a reflex, right? So there'll be times when you ha- you kind of have that moment, like you reflexively you do it. And then it's like, well, it's hard tomorrow. Well, that's tomorrow, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I said, we're not perfect, but it is about continuing to try, all right? Yeah. I think that, you know, different couples do it a different way. Some, some say, hey, we need to talk about everything. Some say, this one right here, this is a dead end issue. We just don't talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. I would ask how, how that issue is impacting your relationship, that is avoiding it or taking it on. But more importantly, I'd ask, where's your heart? Both of you, if there's something that you two can't, can't grapple with together, is it a matter of continuing to work on, on where your heart is, right? I, I wouldn't, if you're not ready, I wouldn't necessarily force it, but maybe the first work to do is just like, man, where are we with being able to just sit down and listen to each other and hear what's being said without taking that one piece that we tend to do and running off with an argument, just being able to sit and understand, like prioritize listening to your wife, right? Listening to your husband, what their real concerns are, right? But there's also ways and we got to go, but we'll talk about like how you convey, right? How you talk about things. Cause there's sometimes you're sitting and you're listening, you're open, Mm -hmm. but what you get is, a whole lot of stuff that just gets you turning right back up, right? <laughs> so we need to talk about how to do that. Yeah. 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 But we can't do that tonight. But we appreciate y'all. Yeah. I just thanking you for being God. Thank you for these people um, that have uh, spent time with us this with us this evening who will uh, watch this on replay. We just ask that you bless um, all of these couples, these marriages, uh, bless their homes, uh, bless their families, help them, uh, help us all to. Um, be more like you, to forgive more quickly, uh, to love more readily, um, to always be ready uh, to come together um, with grace and compassion um, and understanding and peace. Um, We know you can help us to do that, God. We just ask for your help with that um, every day uh, that we breathe on this earth. So we thank you for it. Uh, We love you. We praise you. and we, We just trust you with everything. We pray these and other blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, listen, appreciate y'all. Take care. We will see you um, next week. Thank you for joining us today for the Marriage Shop Podcast, brought to you by Catalyst, creating places that people want to work and leaders they want to work for. Learn more at www.connecttomovegrow.com. Catch live recordings of the Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Follow us on Facebook at The Marriage Shop or go to YouTube, enter The Marriage Shop in the search box, click that Marriage Shop logo, and then subscribe to our channel. Set all your alerts to ensure you know everything that's going on in The Marriage Shop.